What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Look who's back. John and Jim, it is the wrap-up show. Yeah, I screwed up the open there. How, I started how playing do, the countdown. As how do you screw that the, up? Because I had just done an Aztec wrap-up show where I played the countdown. No excuses. Play better. I know. Off-season edition of the wrap-up show, Padres on their couches, Dodgers now joining the Padres on the couch. As they are out, we're down to the final four. American League Championship Series underway. NLCS about to get underway. There's a lot to get into from a Padres perspective, and we will tonight. John and Jim with you. Sunday night edition of the wrap-up show, in my opinion. The best wrap-up shows are Sunday night wrap-up shows. So whether you're here live or on replay, please subscribe. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for the Super Chats. Thank you for your support of this channel. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We will get to every single Super Chat here tonight. Whatever is on your mind. If you're able to contribute with the Super, we will get your comment or your question here tonight. If you'd like to become a member, or if you are a member and you want to gift memberships, you can click the Join button down below. You'll get emojis and badges and more. Jim, we're going to be talking about Juan Soto here tonight and his future. Padres offseason, Major League Baseball postseason, um, and there's going to be a lot going on. I mean, it's going to be as big of an offseason for Padres fans as you could basically have, considering what happened in 2023 and we're just getting started here in the middle of october 
Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of time before we get to actual moves being made and free agency starting and winter meetings and everything like that. But doesn't mean there isn't a million questions with this team heading into into those decisions and those time periods with this with baseball. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, the biggest story of of it all is what's the future of, of Juan Soto? I feel like if they won this year and if they made the postseason and they had a good season, I, I think we would be talking about extension this offseason. I don't think that's a possibility, even though you might, some people might disagree. And I think there's a greater possibility that they discuss trading him than discussing to sign him, honestly, just because of how this season played out and how their payroll is structured. Um, yeah, that's that to me is the number one most fascinating thing with this with this team in the offseason. And I feel like once we get to, I mean, hell, it, when we get to spring training, pitchers and catchers reporting, that's when I'll fully believe that Juan Soto is coming back for next season. Hmm. Um, real quick, I want to I want to get to what you're what we're talking about here with Soto. I did want to pass along condolences to Irie Fangeek, who's a loyal viewer of the channel, who lost a pet. It appears. Uh. I'm just looking, trying to catch up in the chat. Thanks, Maria. Yeah, your pets are family. She truly was this man's best friend. Um, we are sorry to hear that. I actually lost my dog about five or six weeks ago, and Jim has a dog, and Aaron has a dog. They have a dog. We all understand how important uh, pets are to people. They are truly uh, members of the family, and that is very, very tough. We're sorry to hear it. Really um, sorry to hear that, Irie Fan Geek. Sorry, ma'am. Yeah, man. Condolences. It's I've never had that experience, but it's everyone that I've seen. It's the worst, worst thing ever. So uh, hang in there, buddy. Um, re regarding Juan Soto and what could happen this offseason, I'm 100% with you. I would not personally be surprised if the Padres entertained moving Juan Soto. We're both on the record saying we don't think it's a good idea, but we also aren't in charge of their payroll, and I don't know what the number is going to be. But if it's coming down significantly, and I think everyone agrees it's coming down, the question is, is it coming down significantly or not? And if it is coming down significantly, then you may have to get creative in terms of how to field a 26-man roster, and that could involve – getting a real return for Juan Soto and saving money in the process as well. I don't want to see it. I don't think the Padres have a better chance of competing or winning at a high level in 2024 without Juan Soto. I hope they are able to at least put together um, an offer for Soto. I don't think it's overly realistic that they're going to spend the 375 to 400 plus to keep him. But there's a big difference to me, Jim, between – keeping him and trading him this offseason because I think 2024 is a huge year for the Padres. If it's July and you're not in it, he's got to go. Mm -hmm. But to start the year without Juan Soto, when you traded for him and said he's going to be part of three pennant races or three postseason pushes and you get one because you trade him away prior to 2024, that to me would be a huge miscalculation and a poor reflection, another poor reflection on A.J. Preller. Yeah, I mean, how would that look after the season you traded essentially every top prospect you had in every level of your organization and the following offseason you trade him? Right. I mean, just... Uh, and not only that, he's your best hitter. 
Like he had the best season of anybody on your team. He is up for the, I believe the, uh, what award is he up for? Is it silver, is it silver slugger? Not a silver slugger. Not the Hank. Is it the Hank Aaron? I don't know. I didn't realize he was up for something. I think he might be like the, like, uh, I don't know. He's up for some award because of his okay. offensive, offensive year. Mm-hmm. But like you, you trade your best offensive player in the offseason because you fucked up and you put yourself in a situation where you're not going to be able to pay him. And so you're trying to get max value out of it now. And you can't sign him to the deal that he's going to want. Like that's, that's a bad, bad sign, but I don't know. Terrible sign. Yeah. I I don't know if that's going to happen, but I don't think it's a, uh, I mean, the start of this year, it was like a, I felt like it was a 100% certainty that he would be here minimum three years i don't feel like that way anymore yeah i agree with that by the way his 2023 before we're like well and and i'm with everyone and i'm with you when you say you know it was a very good year but it wasn't overly impactful And and i agree but from a sheer numbers perspective you know his ops plus right on base plus slugging compared to league average was better this year jim than it's been in his career. It was 158 at Petco. It's 157 in his career. The point is this. He had a Juan Soto-like season. Not his career best season, but he had a Juan Soto-like season. He's entering age 25 season. To walk away from that and risk what's possible as a result of that, and Padres fans saying for forever, you gave up on Juan Soto, for his age 25 season and he hit 339 with the Cincinnati Reds and making it up, you know, and then went on to a, you know, to be the a top three player in baseball over the next 10 years is kind of curse worthy. Like that to me, if you move Soto and Soto has a career year and goes on to win another title or two or three and go on to be even better, that's kind of like opening up like the curse door and like the curse of Juan Soto. If you move him before age 25 season, that's just, Oh man, that's tough to think about. That's like the curse to me is things that are ha- that happen out of con- your control. This would be a one hundred percent self inflicted wound. Um, I don't view that. I don't view it as a curse because they would have if they do it. That's on them. There's no curse there. Well, that's, that's like the, a, well, the curse of the Bambino is they traded him. <laughs> well, yeah. It, and a different years. times, John. No, but I'm saying like the, the, they did it to themselves. I'd be, I'm saying this would be self-inflicted to your point. They don't have to trade them. No. Guess, unless yeah. there's a mandate, I guess, because of salary. It's a self-inflicted wound that if they did it, would just look horrible. Mm-hmm. Unless they win at a huge rate next year. So, I mean, I, uh, I, I am a little scared just from the standpoint of them potentially talking about it and and thinking about it but also i think we're also underestimating uh the influence that peter seidler has here Mm -hmm. because you know i have i thought the right thing to do and the necessary thing to do at the end of the year was making a change at general manager but the influence of peter seidler said no I'm not doing that. Go in a room and fix this. 
now you could now it could turn out to be a, a good thing that this happened or it could turn out that next year is another shit show um but i feel like if 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 peter wants Juan to stay around he's gonna keep he's gonna make sure he stays around mm-hmm. i don't know i don't mean by like sign him to a you know 15 year deal 500 million dollar contract but i do think like at least keeping him around for next year to to help you give you more opportunity to sign them long-term in the future. I agree with that. Yeah. I think Peter Scyther ultimately is going to have, I mean, obviously with a player like Juan Soto, he will have final say. I wouldn't think this is the same Peter Scyther that said, we're not scared to give out $500 million contracts. <laughs> it's also the same Peter Scyther that has said that AJ Preller's excellence and that he's not going anywhere, period. So, you know, he's made some interesting decisions. You could argue Peter Seidler, but you better think long and hard about moving Juan Soto. Like you better be getting a package and then some that is comparable to what you gave up a year and a half ago. And you better be pretty convinced you can still win in 2024 if you do it, because it's going to be very challenging to convince a fan base that you're three, you know, you drew 3.2 million fans in 2023. And you're going to move Juan Soto off off 3.2 million fans at Petco Park, and you're going to be able to sell that. Yeah, good, good luck. luck. Uh, Gus, thank you so much, man. Really appreciate the Super Chat, guys. If you are here, please subscribe. You're on content for Padres fans. Whether you're here live or on replay, please subscribe. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. If you're here live, thank you for the super thanks. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. If you're here on replay, thank you so much for the uh, super thanks. And again, if you're here live, thank you for the super chats like this one from Gus, our first of the night. Gus says, if no World Series aspirations, trade Soto, uh, title or retool interesting way to look at it yeah i think that's like reasonable like are they going into the year thinking they can win it all and if not maybe put everything on the table they fucking better be going into next year thinking they can win it all but if you trade Juan soto is that what they're thinking dude yeah you better be thinking that regardless you still have three players on your on your roster well let's see here yeah three players on your roster having a $280 million contract or more. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have two pitchers on your con- on your contract making over $100 million. You have a powerless first baseman slash second baseman making $80 million for his entire contract. The mm-hmm. AAV is not crazy. But yeah, dude, if you're not thinking World Series aspirations, you got Bob Melvin as your manager. If you're not thinking World Series aspirations with those players, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, but I'm just wondering, like, you're going to sell, hey, we are going to be better without Juan Soto? No, they they, they can't. But right. that, that, what, what I'm telling you is, is if they try to do that, it's for me, for me at least, and I think a lot of fans, they ain't going to buy it. Because mm-hmm. to go from, hey, we're trying to win our first World Series championship in franchise history to... Right. Well, hopefully we just make the playoffs and see what happens with the players they still have on their roster. No. No, no. That that, that ain't going to fly around here. No, it shouldn't. It really shouldn't fly no. around here. Not with the way they drew. Um, I'm so glad Will Holder is here, by the way. And the reason I'm going to say that, Will, is A, you're loyal. Um, and you're a great Padre fan. I'm almost in IB, Will. Yeah, I'm, I'm there in like two weeks, dude. Right. And Jim's moving next door so you guys can talk in person. You don't even have to do it on social media. Um, and I'm not going to answer this question initially, but Will, can you put in the chat what Hector Gomez told you on social media in a back and forth, like a reply? Hector Gomez, that- 
Right, covers Major League Baseball, covers yeah. Latin American-born players. He's been he's has a, not a perfect track record, but he's been right at times on some of these Padres players. What was the basic point, Jim, that he made about if the Padres um, off the, the right money? He'll dig it. He'll take it. Okay, so if the Padres offer, you know, come up with the the money, Soto would like to stay. Basically, right? He likes San Diego. Yeah. I think Gomez said mm-hmm. likes the Padres. And that's a that's a pretty significant statement, if accurate, from Gomez, that if they pony up, so to speak, then the Padres have a chance to keep him. I mean, that's that's pretty significant. We'll see if that's accurate or not. In terms of Will's question about who's playing first base, I think it's a huge question because clearly you played guys out of position and you made Jay Cronenworth worse because you moved him to a position that requires power. Mm-hmm. So Jay Cronenworth's year as a second baseman is a lot more livable with than his year as a first baseman Mm -hmm. now i don't know what they're going to do jim because i don't think they can go out and spend at first i don't think manny machado because of his elbow is all of a sudden a first baseman um so i think it's an interesting question heading into next year it is um i don't know the first baseman market i haven't like checked on it but they can't have Jake Cronenworth be your first baseman primarily next year. You just can't. He, he he is not that type of player. His value just sinks to the bottom of the league when he's your first baseman. Mm-hmm. And he has been on a decline every single year he's been in the big leagues. Um, I, I don't know what they're going to do with him, honestly. I don't. Because, frankly, I don't see a true everyday spot for him on this team. I don't. I don't think he should play first base every day. I'm not putting him ahead of Kim. Um, one, defensively, it's not even close. And two, at least Kim has shown improvement offensively every year sure. in the big leagues. I, I, I'm not, can't put him in short because you got Bogarts there. You can't put him at third. He's not third baseman. You, know, you have him as your DH. Like, no, you're not. I, I don't know what the value is of Jake Cronenworth on this team, truthfully. And, a little bit of a hot take here, but I, I think I would try to move him in the offseason. Well, hold on. It's a hot take because who would ever consider taking him? That's a problem, <laughs> but right? it doesn't mean they can't try. So he's owed, is it now seven years 80? Was that after the 2023 season or is it now six Probably. years 70? Probably, I don't know. But whatever it is, I mean, based on the production the Padres got from him this past year, he's not worth... 60% of it, in my opinion. It's not to say it's the worst trade ever, or it's the worst signing ever. It's not Hosmer 144. No. It's 80. That's half mm-hmm. the amount. His productivity is capable of being better than Eric Hosmer's. But to ask him to play first base for it's especially at Petco and require power and not get it. And he's gotten worse, as we've talked about. I mean, and he's in his 30s now. Mm-hmm. And you have him through like age 37 season. Why? Yeah, You didn't have to sign him. You could have given that money to Hassan Kim. You didn't have to extend you, Darvish. You could have given that money to Blake Snell. Again, everyone has all the answers in hindsight. It's mm-hmm. not my job to be GM, and it's not easy. Right. right. But, man, with the benefit of four months of hindsight, there's some there's some bad decisions you can go to immediately. Yeah. And, look, it, it might cost you some you know, prospect capital to trade him, Cronenworth, but I, I, just, I just don't see – the value of having him on this roster. He's not helping you um, at first base like you need to have a first baseman help you. 
It just it just it's not the production that you're looking for. Uh, now, AJ, I just don't think AJ's smart enough and has the balls to do this, these types of things because he wants to see things through instead of making the smarter moves and and, and you know, but like Tr- Jake Cronenworth, Trent Grisham, uh, you know, those two guys to me, like should not be on this roster next year. They're, they're not, they're not, uh, it's not worth it. That they're not players that I feel like, uh, are worth having on your roster. I, I think that you can get upgrades easily at those two positions over those two players. Um, you know, it, it, I know Jake Cronenworth is is a bit of a fan favorite, but thinking with your head here and just watching him play and looking at the numbers, he he's not the player that I feel like um, gives you the value that you're looking for at that position. I mean, what do you do this year? He's a one war player. I know he was hurt by the end of the year. He's a one war player. That is your starting first baseman, which again is probably better than Eric Hosmer. He had a 689 OPS. And oh, by the way, last year he had a 722. So right. who is he? Is he that player or is he the 831 60 game season guy we saw in 2020? No. And unfortunately, it's more likely he's the 720 OPS guy than the 820 OPS guy mm-hmm. moving forward. And you would take somewhere in the middle, you take the 770 guy. But off this year, I don't know if we can guarantee that ending the year on injury as well. Yeah, he's getting older. I just Jake Cronenworth says he's done some nice things here in San Diego, but he's it's just the value of him. And I said it's the same thing with Eric Cosmer. Like you weren't getting the value that you needed to get from a first baseman, and it made it even worse because he was getting paid a shit ton of money, and so every time he played and didn't perform and had a seven twenty OPS, and you're just like, okay, what are we doing here? It's mm-hmm. the same thing with with Jake Cronenworth. I mean, you just take away the names and you just show me the, the numbers, right? Jake Cronenworth, I think worse than Eric Hosmer. He was last year. Yes. Yeah. Last year. And maybe the last two years, to be honest, it's, it's very similar yeah. to the production you were getting. Unfortunately, I hate to say it. I like Jake Cronenworth. I do, but you know, I like players that help this team win. And unfortunately the last two years, he hasn't really been that guy yet to take nothing away from the Dodgers game. No, I mean, that's a massive moment, right? Yeah. That's a massive moment. You can't build a team off moments, right? Was it worth seven years? No. Um, Alex, thanks for the Superman. If you're here, please subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the super chats. You can click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to all of them here tonight. Alex says uh, no Manny until June, possibly can't trade Soto. No, 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 no. That would require, that would require a medical setback June. It's October right now. That's, that's like nine months from now. That would require a medical setback. Manny has always been one to push the envelope, not the opposite. You and I, Jim would be shocked if Manny Machado didn't play before June. Now I don't know if he's going to be playing in the field because I don't know the extent of the injury and what it's going to require to come back from. But personally, I'd be surprised if Manny Machado was not DHing opening day for the Padres. I don't know about Korea series, but opening day of the season after the Korea series when they get home for the Giants, I would be surprised if Manny Machado was not DHing. Yeah, I mean, if he's not in the field by June, I could maybe go that far. Yeah, but potentially. Like, yeah, but uh, I mean, uh, if we don't see Manny have it in a bat until June next year, this, something happened. You got big problems. 
some, some, uh, something bad happened. Okay. And that's not the recipe to get off to a good start. And I know he didn't play great this year, but come on, you're going to need Manny Machado over yeah. the first two months of the year. I, I, I would, uh, I would guess and bet a lot that you're seeing Manny opening day in Korea as, as the Padres. DH. I could see it. And if it's not Korea, it's going to be that giant series at home. Right, right, right. I mean, you don't have to have the Korea series is what it is. I mean, they count, don't get me wrong, but I don't know well, if I count, have John. to force my way back for those two games. If he can get back for the other 160 of the yeah. 162 games, because it is a week, but I mean, March 20th is super early I know. for the Padres to be playing. Two They're going to be playing before it's the Cancun bowl. Padres and Dodgers. It's the late October Bowl between yeah. well, the, Padres the Padres and the Dodgers. Padres have a pretty big head start on the Dodgers. Yeah, well, they, well, Padres have already been checking out the sights and the scenes, paragliding. Uh-huh. But now that the Dodgers are there, it seems like a really fun fun time for the next rest of the month. Um, I'm going to get to another one from Will because Will's just a buddy, and I see it in the chat. And um, we'll get to some others here as well. If you want to make sure we get your comments, just click the dollar sign below the chat box. Will says, if you guys talked about Bo Mel yet, why is he considered a given coming back? He hasn't said anything to the fans yet. I mean, here's the thing. I'm looking around baseball right now, Jim, and I'm seeing names that are being tied to vacancies, like what's going on right now with the Giants. I'm not seeing Bob Melvin's name. He did speak to the AP. And to Will's point, I'm not saying it's 100%. I don't know how much is 100% in sports. Things can happen. But I'd be utterly shocked at this point if Bob Melvin wasn't back based on what he said to the AP and based on what A.J. Preller said in the year-end press conference. We can then discuss what that's going to mean and the dichotomy between Melvin and Preller and how they're going to move forward. But just with it being a couple of weeks past the season, with seeing names attached to other managerial vacancies, I think with each passing day, I'd be more and more surprised if Bob Melvin wasn't back. I mean, it's call a spade a spade. It's not normal. Uh, how this whole thing happened at the end of the year with so much swirling around the future of Bob Melvin to have him not talk once to the media um, and have it be announced that he's returning was interesting for sure, especially amid the, uh, you know, reports and everything about how they don't get along. And, and it's just this turmoil and tension filled relationship. And to have, Preller kind of just say, fuck it, I'll do a Zoom, I don't care. And then Melvin to not speak, other than like a quote to the AP and maybe Kevin. It's just, it's a, it looked weird. I, I was like, it's, it's, it looked. Oh, yeah, weird. yeah, yeah. I agree completely. The whole thing. I agree completely. But I do think they're, that he's coming back. Um, I do think so too. But at the same time, I would I wouldn't say it's a I would say it's ninety nine point nine percent he's back. Mm-hmm. I feel the and same way. I'm leaving the point one percent of something crazy happening as a possibility. Now, once all these positions get filled, like once the Giants, once the Mets, well, then it's a hundred. Mostly those two. Mostly those two places. Then yeah. it's hundred percent. Yep, I agree. Um, all right, let me get to the super here from Evan B. Thank you, Evan. Appreciate the super. If you guys are here, click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to all the supers. He says he's watching on delay. Apologize for the late comment, but damn, John, sorry to hear about Murphy. I think you're talking about Sully, my dog. I didn't know his antics will be missed around these parts. Um, I appreciate that, Evan. I do. Yeah, my dog passed away. I didn't talk about it, I don't think, on the channel about five or six weeks ago, sadly, after, yeah, he was in a little bit of poor health towards the end. But, yeah, he's missed. I'll tell you that. In fact, you want to see his ashes, Jim? 
Not really. Hold up. Okay, here we go. This is a first. Okay. Oh, Sally. That's cute. Here he is. He's in a box now, sadly. Hey, Sully. Aaron's going to 100% do that. Rest in peace, Sully. I said Aaron's going to 100% do that. Dude. And Aaron's going to lose her mind. Uh, I know. Well, luckily, Bentley's a young dog, right? Relatively? He's six. Yeah. Okay. You got time. Just take care of the dog. Oh, she takes care. We take care of the dog. Oh, I know. Believe me. The dog, the dog, like, does does this with his head. Time to go to the vet. <laughs> it was tough. We thought Sully would last longer. He was. He took a licking and kept on ticking. But he was about twelve and a half, pushing thirteen. He was a great dog. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this name, Alex. Thank you for the super chat. So I had Reese Hoskins. You know, I, I worked in the minor leagues, right? So Reese Hoskins is a former Iron Pig when I was in AAA with the Phillies, and he has raked at time. At times in his major league career now, he missed all year, right? Spring training injury. He's been out all year. He's a free agent. He heard it Isn't right it? away, yeah. Yep. Name to watch at first, Reese Hoskins. I don't know what he's going to get. He's always been productive, but he hasn't had like the longest career or like full seasons. I mean, he's had three, four full years. His career OPS, Jim, is 846. His career OPS plus is 125. He's only, let's see how old he is right now. He's 30. 29. I mean, I love the idea. I love that name. I just don't know if they can afford afford to go out in free agency and sign players of his caliber. He's not, you know, he's not some $200 million player. He's not a $100 million player, but I don't know if they can give guys 15, 20 a year. I don't know what it's going to take to get Reese Hoskins, but I know he's an ultra productive hitter with power. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, Buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
So who was a big part of that team last year for the Phillies, by the way, in the postseason? Yeah, I, um, you know, he was on a one-year, twelve million dollar deal. I think that was maybe because of the injury or not. That was because of. Oh no, no, no! It was it was arbitration. Arbitration. So that number okay. should go up even off injury as a free agent. And they, they're, right? they're talking about he could be activated for the NLCS. Is wow. That? No, I did not. That's a that's yeah. kind of a wow moment. Um I would take him in a fucking heartbeat. Well, it's a over, huge upgrade over, over Jake Cronenworth. Anybody they have on this team right now to play first base. And my fear, honestly, John, my fear is what this team is going to do is not do anything. And they're going to move the puzzle pieces around. And you're going to see Hassan Kim at shortstop next year. And you're going to see Jake Cronenworth back at second base. And you're going to see uh, Xander Bogarts at first. That's my fear. If that happens, I, I just, it's just another sign of how AJ Preller um, can't build a roster. By the way, I agree with you. Be right back because the chap brought up a good point. Why did I show my dog's ashes? I'm going to show a picture. Yeah, you're an idiot. You're like, oh, here's a box. Like, what the fuck? John. Jeez. I will wait. I'll wait. I know. Reese Hoskins would be amazing. Well, you are an idiot. This is a little, that's Sully towards the end. Spaniel. Sully. Good dog. That's his tongue hanging out because he had no teeth. We took his teeth out earlier this year. Didn't really fix anything, but his tongue hung out because he had nothing to hold his tongue in anymore. Aww. Anyway, that's Sully, guys. I don't know. What are we talking about? I don't know either. <laughs> um, Reese Hoskins. So I'm going to throw a number out for Hoskins as a 30-year-old entering age 31. Coming off of a coming major off a injury. full-year injury. Yeah. What did he do? Did he like tear his ACL? It was something awful. I remember that. I forget. Achilles, ACL, something terrible. Yeah, it wasn't like a broken it was bone. Because you don't, I mean, the whole year. I mean, is he going to get one year off of that? Like kind of like go prove it, like a prove it deal, like a Bellinger type deal? Dude, I would fucking love that. Like a one, one for 18. 18. Yeah. It's like, going to be one for 18 or three for 45 or two for 29. You know, uh, that's the type of deal you're mm -hmm. looking at. And you know he comes here, he's going to suck. And wherever else he goes, he'd be like a baller. I don't know. I mean, this guy's consistently hit. I mean, he had four so, consecutive – no, he had five consecutive years of like 850-plus OPS. Yeah. So, you know, as I'm thinking, like as I just said that, I'm thinking to myself, maybe like, okay, the numbers, would I take a 30 home runs and a 794 OPS from your first baseman? Yeah, in a second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. in a fucking second an 846 career ops like yeah in a second but is reese hoskins how he plays right power guy but he's also in philly a little bit of band box there does oh he yeah fit, definitely does, does he fit the style that would 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 that Pe peco park you know would he fit that style? He's a raw power hitter. For example, you make a great point. So he's still, even with Citizens Bank Park, 125 OPS plus because he considers mm -hmm. ballpark factors. So that's 
highly productive. Let me compare it, for example. Like, what's Manny Machado's OPS plus career? It's 125. Freeze Hoskins has the same career OPS plus to Manny Machado. That tells you about his offensive ability. That tells you about his, and that's why he's getting one for 18 or more. Because people are going to look at that 125 and they're going to see those OPS numbers and they're going to say, you know what? It's worth the fly. It's it's beyond a flyer. 18 million, but it's worth the risk is the way I look at it. I just am, uh, I would just be a little like I'm not. I wouldn't be like fully like 100. This guy's gonna hit 30 home runs. I would need to see it. But I, again, you, you give me the option of having that type of player to give you that type of production, first base next year on a one year deal, even if it's 15, 16, 17, 18 million dollars. Right? It's a, it's a little on the high end. I don't know if they can afford that. But uh, then I would try to move heaven and earth to get Jake Cronenworth off this team if you can pull a deal and get Reese Hoskins. Mm-hmm. Then then it's like, why why am I having this guy, this $80 million player on my, on my bench? Like, there's no point in that. Yeah, I, I agree. It would be a little... Yeah, they're going to have to figure something out. I mean, you can't have Reese Hoskins and Jake Cronenworth and Machado. Like, they're, they're so, just so much money tied up everywhere, you know? I know. And that's just not going to work. Uh, it's not sustainable. And not only is it not sustainable, it's not going to happen, I wouldn't think. In 2024, let's get back to the chat in a moment, guys. If you're here, subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the super chats. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. And thank you for your support of our partners like Mark Nimitz, who's our title sponsor. Mark has been with us literally since day one of the channel, which is like two and a quarter years ago when we launched the channel. We were doing this on the radio before that. Um, Please support Mark Nimitz if you support this channel. He's our title sponsor. If you have any insurance need, auto, home, business, life, renters, or more, I've got a homeowners, earthquake, and life insurance policy through Mark Nimitz. Just by switching your insurance, he can save you $750 or more. Think about that. He can save you $750 or more, and you're not just saving money. You're getting a great insurance agent with great service and communication. How do I know it? I had a claim in here last year, and he saved us thousands of dollars and like dozens upon dozens of hours of time. He took care of everything. He's a great insurance agent. Click the link in the description down below to get to his website, which you can see on screen. He's a lifelong San Diegan a lifelong Padres fan, a longtime supporter of this channel. If you support our work, please support our partners, local partners like our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Whatever your insurance need is, get in contact with Mark Nimitz. He can save you money. Yeah, all his information is above my head. And Nimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to him, let him, let him know that uh, John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. Yeah, and again, seriously, you have an insurance need, uh, please Get in contact with Mark. He'll talk to you about the Padres. He really will. He'll talk to you about saving money on your insurance, whether it's a new policy, whether it's a renewal, whatever it is. Mark is going to save you money. Um, Someone had mentioned in the chat, I mean, we should touch on the fact that it is a bit of deja vu all over again for the Dodgers, who are inexplicably (laughs) swept. I mean, let's be honest. Nobody predicted that. You could have predicted the Diamondbacks win the series because it's the Dodgers in the postseason, but swept and embarrassed. I mean, Mm -hmm. getting swept is embarrassing but swept and embarrassed in these games. And now we turn our attention towards the offseason from the Dodgers' perspective, even though this is the Padres' wrap-up show. And, Jim, they probably would have done it regardless, win a World Series, lose a World Series, win a first round, lose a first round. They're spending. I cannot be convinced otherwise. They're going to spend in a huge way. They'll try to land Otani. They'll try to land Blake Snell. They'll try to land Reese Hoskins and so on and so forth, that type of player. And it was probably going to happen either way, but – off this, they're definitely spending. Yeah, no matter what happened in the postseason, they're 
they're gear they were gearing up for the free agent class of 2024 mm-hmm. and it's because of otani you can't it, that they're they're going to go after him and likely sign him i think they have to be viewed as one of the favorites i agree with you um and now with the issues in their rotation who says they couldn't go and pull a double dip and get Blake Snell as well? Like he's the number one pitcher on the free agent market right now. Like, and it's not even close. I mean, give me the if you look at the free agent class right now for pitchers, who 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 do you think is the second best pitcher on the market? I don't have it in front of me. Well, the, the answer for 2024. Yeah. Oh, see, that's it. I was gonna say obviously Shohei Otani would be the you know, is the second best. I'm but, I, I but take is he gonna Snell pitch immediately. I, I mean like just, I don't know if Otani's ever ever gonna be that guy again. Maybe I agree he with will you. be, but uh, so for certainty, Blake Snell. And I don't even know who the second person is in that. that. I'm gonna tell you who it is right now because I want to tell you, and the answer is Marcus Stroman is probably the second. To JD's Snell. third says is Jordan Montgomery a free agent? Is he? I don't have an answer to that. I'm looking at a list here on Spot Track. Um, there's not a ton of names. He's incredible tonight for the Rangers. By the way, yeah. Gochi. <laughs> yeah, I know. Winners Three win, bro. World Series. Winners win. Yeah, you know, to your point, though, this is not a great list. Like, okay, Otani, Stroman. I mean, and then then old guy. I mean, just a lot of old guys. Is it Rich Hill a free agent? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, again. Like, I mean, we're talking anyone of impact. I mean, you're talking about guys like Mike Clevenger. You know, I mean, you're not talking about anything good. Um, yeah, it's a good point. So, but the point is, Snell's going to have leverage. Is the point you're making right? That Snell, I mean, he, he's, you know. Well, the point I'm making is the Dodgers need. Oh, is Aaron a Nola? Lot. Aaron Nola. Let me check. Yeah, uh, Aaron Nola's a, a huge name. Huge he name for sure. Yeah, but he must be. Uh, let's see here. Hold on. Starting pitchers. Oh, I mean, he's coming off a bad year, but he's still young, isn't he? He's just turned 30. Yeah, Aaron Nola's going to get paid. All right, so you got Shohei, Stroman, Kershaw, Hunjin Ryu. Yeah, this Charlie list is Morton. terrible. Got a club terrible. option, though. Terrible. These guys uh, are old as dirt. Eduardo Rodriguez. He's an opt-out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Julio Arias will never pitch ever again. No. And rightfully so. Nola, mm-hmm. he's yeah. Sonny Gray is another name out there that I think Dude, these guys uh, are so old and tired. No, Sonny, Sonny Gray had a Sonny Gray had a good year. That's great, but he's what forty. <laughs> Jordan Montgomery, yep. Okay, so yeah, there are there are 34. some good pitchers out there, but nobody to the talent and caliber of Blake Snell is what I'm trying to say. So yeah, it Snell's only thirty, and he's he's and he just won the Cy Young. So theoretically, I, I would. I would not be surprised, and we're talking since we're talking about the Dodgers here, with the amount of needs that they have in their rotation. If they don't go out and, along with Otani, try to get like Blake Snell as well, that'd be quite the uh, double dip, you know. And unless the one place they, Snell would probably work is LA. You know what I mean? Like the other teams, yeah. you go and he struggles first year with a new team, but somehow the Dodgers would figure it out. He can still keep his home in San Diego. Doesn't have to worry about it. Moving. Cross country, True. you know, and and I, I don't know like Walker Bueller, right? Uh, Dustin May, those are two guys that are presumably going to come off injury next year. But Dustin May is a guy that's always been injured. 
Always. Uh, Bueller, how is he going to perform off of another injury? Um, you know, they didn't have much like, I just feel like that to me, if it happened, I wouldn't be surprised. Neither would I. Right. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, that's a good point on Jordan Montgomery's postseason, but Snell's season stands for itself. Like, I don't, I don't know what Jordan Montgomery's going to get, but I do know what Blake Snell is going to get, which is a lot of money and a long like deal. A- Oh shit! Hold on. What happened? It's a giant cricket in the house. Oh, giant cricket in that man! What a, what a wrap up show this has been on this Sunday night. By the way, um, okay, Jim's gonna go deal with a cricket. Like, what do you think Jim's gonna do with the cricket? Is he gonna like put it outside? Is he gonna try to kill the cricket? What are you doing, dude? You murdering a cricket on the channel? What are you doing? Bro. Bro, I'm a vegan. Can you hear me? Can you, I'm a vegan and you're killing crickets on the show. What are you doing? Take the cricket outside. No. You ki- how many you killed you stepped on the thing like 13 times. Yeah. Yeah, I needed to die. What does a cricket even? Yes, what does a cricket even do? It's around. <laughs> okay, they're, they're probably good for something. They're good for nothing. They're good for nothing. Okay, good for nothing. All right, interesting, dude. You'll have to watch that back. It was like a, a brutal, like cricket murder <laughs> on the wrap-up show. I couldn't get it because it kept hopping. <laughs> Wow, that was unbelievable. All right, while we have a moment, do you want to remind you about our partner, Aura, here on the wrap-up show, ORA.organic. Speaking of plant-based, Aura has all plant-based nutritional products. If you're looking to get healthier in 2023, you should start with Aura, locally-based company. Offices at Liberty Station right here in San Diego. Their co-founder, Will, is a huge Padres fan and a huge supporter of this channel, and he was born and raised in San Diego as well. Aura, I've been taking their probiotic. In fact, their probiotics, which I get each and every month, just arrived earlier today or this weekend, Saturday. They were in my garage. I just put them upstairs into the fridge. I've been taking their probiotic every single day for the better part of like 18 plus months. It's an amazing product. I take two every single morning for digestion, heart health, mental health, and more. So pick up their probiotic. They've got pre-workout supplements. They have omega-3 oils. They've got proteins for after workouts, sleep pills, which I've been taking recently as well. They have immunity pills, which are great as we head into the fall and the winter. Whatever it is, Aura can help you get healthier. They're all plant-based products. Check them out at ORA.organic or click the link in the description down below. You'll get to their website on screen right now, ORA.organic. Thank you, Will, for your longtime support of the channel and for our listeners. Make sure to check them out. Yeah, go there right now. They have everything you need to uh, live a healthy lifestyle. Um no, they do not have any protein that is a uh, cricket based, but uh, they do have pro- good protein for after workouts. Uh, they have great pre-workouts. They have everything there, supplements that you need to live a healthy lifestyle, uh, organic, plant-based, healthiest on the market. So go there right now, pick up some supplements, and uh, you'll thank us later. All right, John and Jim with you here on the wrap-up show. Please subscribe if you are here. Thank you for the super chats. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. You can find us, by the way, on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell, 
SD. What else have we been talking about on the radio over the last week related to the Padres? Because we've been talking about them, although I don't know what we've been saying. Oh, uh, you know what we've been doing? And I, we do this on the wrap-up show, but we have – I've been doing it. A uh, Guilty as charged. I've been doing the Manny Machado-Bryce Harper comp a lot. Oh, yeah. Because I'm know. watching Harper come through every single yes. night, and I'm watching Manny Machado – Tell me how, like, we got bandwagon fans and you'll be on the bandwagon and look at the back of my baseball card. Right, right, right. And I'm just seeing this huge, like, dichotomy. I'm not saying Machado's not a great player at his best. He is a great player at his best. And I'm not saying they should have signed Bryce Harper because you're going back five years. And Manny Machado's a very good signing, and he's had successful years. But it is a – I don't know. I just look at Manny Machado compared to Bryce Harper, and there's a lot to be envious of when you watch the way Harper has played these last two postseasons. You know who else is envious of Bryce Harper? Who? Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. 29 other teams. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's not just the Padres and Padres fans. Now, I will say, you know, the Padres and the Phillies kind of having similar paths here where they both, you know, met in the NLCS last year and coming into this season both having super high expectations, both making huge offseason signings, them with Trey Turner here with Xander Bogart. So like there was a there they were on parallel paths as far as expectations go and rosters go and money spent goes. And the Phillies handled it beautifully and the Padres crumbled. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good assessment. Yeah. And I just can't help but think every time Padres fans are going to watch the Phillies play and maybe to a, a World Series title, the first thing I think about is that should have been the San Diego Padres. And, and, it, and it still frustrates me and blows my mind how that 26-man roster here in San Diego decided to not give this their full effort every single game and they didn't give a shit at times and they quit and they were bitching about the media expectations and they were more concerned about where they hit in the lineup than what's best for the team. Um, worried about money, who's making money, all this bullshit this year that I'm not saying was avoidable because it would have been avoidable if you had the right pieces in the clubhouse if you had the right characters in that clubhouse philadelphia they're complete opposites it's not even close it's fucking night and day from their clubhouse to the clubhouse here is it that surprising when you have one captain say what is this high school baseball college baseball who cares about culture paraphrasing yeah. and then you got another guy that was what pat mcafee talking about how like we pick everyone up. This is Bryce Harper and right. giving specific examples. And if you watch the clubhouse during the celebration when they won the NLDS, he's going over to like Matt Strom. And he's doing, the, the guy's a leader. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we can argue 
the manner in which Machado leads. Maybe to some extent it's by example. Maybe to some extent it's not. Maybe it is behind closed doors. Maybe it's not. He's very up in the air with his leadership style, and that's putting it lightly, right? I'm giving him probably too much credit by saying that, but yeah. it's hard to question at this point in Bryce Harper's career. Now, he hasn't won a title, and the Nationals did win a title the year he left. Mm-hmm. But you look at what he's been able to do in his postseason career. He's a 1,030 OPS player in his postseason career. Excuse me. Manny Machado is like a 720, 730 OPS player in his postseason career. I mean, Harper is a leader, and he backs it up on field, and it's been proven time and time again. And if he gets a ring, then you're going to call him one of the great players in the history of the game. Yeah. It's basically that simple. And to your question here, Will, about Bob Melvin, I, I, I've seen this a yeah. lot. Like it's it's Bob Melvin's job to rally the troops and 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 you know not have these things happen. But I'll say this, dude, the the dynamic in that clubhouse, the uh, personalities, the egos, all of that. There is nobody that could control that other than the players themselves. And to wait to that point, though, Will, because you've heard Brian Dutcher say this, he's like the best team. There are coach-led teams, and there are player-driven teams. Is Dutcher? And this is the big league. Like, and the best teams are player-driven, and that's college. The best teams are you can't. It's like you can't force me to stop smoking. I gotta want to stop smoking. If you yeah. force me to stop smoking, I'm still gonna like smoke behind the building yeah, a couple you, of times. You're not. This, for, this this organization can't even get Manny to go on the IL without having have like a break in his bones, <laughs> you know. If if that can't happen, there's nobody can tell Manny what to do. Nobody. Manny is going to be Manny, and he's going to do what Manny wants to do, and that is always going to be what he is. Never going to change. And while he's in San Diego, that's his clubhouse whether you like it or not. And I think going forward, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, there's there's going to be a lot of like, I just, I feel like there's a lot of hope with this team. And I don't mean like, like, like good hope. I mean, with, hey, I hope things go right. Right. They're trying, they're hopeful, but that's not really anything discernible or tangible to hang your hat on. Right. That hope. Like I hope they don't have a blow up next year. I hope Manny doesn't, you know, have a bad season again. I hope Manny well, I hope he's is healthy. Uh, healthy. And I hope that Manny is a good clubhouse guy because when things go off the rails, it becomes a shitty environment. Um, and you, there's a lot of hope there. It's not hopeful. Like you, you said, it's hope. I no, hope I agree. I hope they're better. <laughs> I'm not going into the year. I know this about the Padres next year. And I can say two things are true. I'm not going into next year telling you definitively that they're good enough to make the postseason and or win the World Series. And I'm also not going to tell you heading into the year definitively they can't because yeah. 12 of the 30 teams make it. Diamondbacks made it with 84 wins. And there's a big difference between 84 wins and 104 wins, and maybe they fall somewhere in there. And there's a lot of different ways they could finish. And once yeah. you get in, you're in, and who knows what happens. But I'm not going into the season, no matter what they do this offseason, telling you, with 100% certainty that I have a good feel for what they're going to be because they've proven to be unpredictable over the last five years. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, all have been unpredictable. Richard, thank you for the very generous super. Appreciate you hanging out. He says, Dodger fan here, as he always tells us. 
to the joy of many, analytics did them in again. He's talking about the Dodgers, Roger, or excuse me, Roberts on why he left Lynn in. He wanted him to finish facing the right-handed batter before making the move to the pen to face the lefties. Going by your gut is dead. They're not out of the postseason because of Dave Roberts. And Dodgers fans may feel that way. They're out of the postseason because their starting pitching was horrific and because their stars didn't produce. And they got beaten fair and square soundly. And I don't care if Dave Roberts made a move before the fourth home run. They're still losing the game in all likelihood. They would have been trailing by three, not four. I'm not putting that series on Dave Roberts. I'm putting it squarely on their starting pitching and their hitters. But I don't I don't mind that Dave Roberts is still the manager of that team. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it just uh he in a regular year is not they haven't won. Mm-hmm. That that team is the farther you get out from 2020 without them winning a championship, the worse that tw- that 2020 championship looks. Yep. You know, the Astros completely destroyed that narrative of the cheating scandal in 2017. Yeah, they really have. By going to seven straight NLCSs and winning a World Series since then and being to, what, two World Series since as well? Maybe. Because they lost one. They lost one. They won one. They yep. lost one and they won one. Yeah. Who'd, who'd they lose to? The Braves, right? Yeah, the Braves. 2021. Have they been to the last two World Series? Uh, Yeah, they have. Jeez. Braves, Astros, Braves, Phillies. Amazing. So the Astros did exactly what they needed to do to distance, them, distance themselves from the 2017 cheating scandal and kind of... Uh, not like wipe it off the face of the earth, but no, nobody talks about that anymore. Yeah, not really. nobody. Because you know why? They won, and the same core that was there won, and they mm-hmm. won championships. So now it's like, if you want to go to them and say, "Well, you cheated to get a championship," and then those players go back to you like, "Well, we won one, and we've been to two cents, and we've been to seven straight ALCSs." Do you think that the cheating really helped us? Like, yeah, it helped us. But do you think that's the only reason why he won a World Series that year? And that's how the Dodgers have not been able to do it is after 2020, failure, failure, failure. And before 2020, failure, 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 failure. failure. Yeah, and the 22, I mean, listen, I've said this repeatedly and I stick by it. Of course, if the Padres won the World Series in 2020, it would be of significance. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. With all that being said, though, it was stupid. 60 games, 16 teams in the postseason, neutral site series. Uh, The play that Bellinger made in center field and the Padres wouldn't have been made at Dodger Stadium. It would have been well gone. Yeah, Uh, You know what I mean? Everything was just different. They happened to win. And I'm sick of hearing about the format when they won a World Series because of a format. I don't know if they would have won the World Series in any other year if not for the 2020 format with the neutral sites and the 16-team postseason. So um, I'm with you. I mean, they have really struggled in postseasons. I think Dodger fans would tell you that. Even with 2020, they would tell you, man, they have struggled consistently in postseasons. And the Padres have won a postseason series more recently than the Dodgers. That was against the Dodgers last year in 2022. Yeah, the the Padres have more wins in the postseason the Dodgers. I mean, because Padres won last year three to one. Mm-hmm. The last Padre the last Dodger win was uh game, game one. one. And Mookie is uh three for his last like forty something. Right? In the postseason. In the postseason, yeah. Ugh, you gotta worry about that for a year. 
if you're him, you know? Oh, I mean, who who do you think's uh, going to have a worse offseason, Mookie or Ronald Acuna? Who, who um, underperformed more? That's a more? great question. Like, who underperformed more for their team? Well, Mookie, because you couldn't perform worse, right? Yeah. Did Acuna uh, do anything in those four games? He must have. No, he didn't do anything. He did nothing. Well, he flat out the deep left center field in game four. I think Ronald Acuna looks worse because of how he handled everything. Yeah. Completely just uh, um, horrible look. The media, right? Horrible look. Just a fucking yeah. flat out embarrassment on his part. Uh, Mookie, Mookie at least is talks to the media. I don't yeah, know he always how, does. He's good with the media, I think. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I, I, who looks worse? Ronald Acuna, who had a worse postseason? Mookie Betts. And again, I mean, you, you know, there's a lot of format talk, and we'll see who wins the World Series. Format and if it's, if it's not Houston, there's, there's going to be even more format talk. I don't buy the format. I like what Strider said with the Braves. He's like, listen, we got beat. It's a five-game series. Put your Put your attention elsewhere. If you think it has to do with us having days off. By the way, you know what? A lot of days off heading into the series, the Texas Rangers. When's the last time they played before tonight? It, it, it's, the, it's a dumb excuse. Uh, you heard Dave Roberts try to make the excuse. Like he he really wanted to lean into that excuse. Uh, he tried to make it. He threw it out there. Mm-hmm. He said it in a way that didn't sound too excusey. But he. <laughs> You you know damn well that that was discussed and it was they were upset about that, which is which is pretty embarrassing. I agree, guys. I want to tell you about our partner here on the wrap up show, Underdog Fantasy. They have a special going on right now where you get your first deposit match up to five hundred dollars if you use promo code Pods Wrap. Your first deposit match up to five hundred dollars. You don't have to deposit five hundred dollars. You can deposit ten dollars or more. It's matched. Ten dollars becomes twenty. One hundred becomes two hundred. Five hundred becomes a thousand. Use promo code PodsRap. P A D S W R A P. You will get that one hundred percent deposit match up to five hundred dollars. Promo code P A D S W R A P. It's so simple and easy and fun to play. Like the pickums, where you go two for two or better. You can even insure it, and you can get one wrong if you're playing three or more pickums. So, for example, tomorrow night, Cowboys at Chargers, which means. More than a touchdown and a half passing for Dak Prescott, hopefully. Um, so that's one of the pickums. You can pair it with another NFL game or within that same game, or you can pair it with game one of the NLCS. Um, do we think that Tommy Pham will have higher than a half RBI? That pays 1.75 times. So, yes, we do. Who's pitching so, for the Phillies tomorrow? Can answer that. But somebody can. But $20 pays 105 folks, if that happens. Dak Prescott has higher than one and a half passing touchdowns tomorrow, and Tommy Pham has an RBI tomorrow. Your $20 exactly. wager pays, he's been great, pays $105. Use promo code PodgerApp. That is P A D S W R A P. Get that 100% deposit match. They've got drafts going on NFL, Major League Baseball, simple to play. You draft or auto draft, they take care of the rest. No waivers, no trades. They set your lineup. Go there right now, underdogfancy.com or the Underdog Fancy app. Use promo code PODSRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Get that 100% deposit match up to $500. Can you believe that a ALCS game is happening on a Monday at a 1.30 p.m. Pacific time? It's a little weird. They've been doing it with championship series because you have to have two games in one day, right? Because you can't have off days. You can't go back and forth. So championship series have been played during the day for a while. 
Dude. But I mean, here's the the weirder part. The weirder part of it is starting a series on a Sunday. It's not playing an NFL Sunday. Yeah, it's playing during Giants Bills. Are you kidding me? Right. So that that that's weirder to me than the afternoon games. But yeah, I mean, baseball is getting run over (laughs) every single year by the NFL, and it keeps getting worse. It's not. I mean, it's not even close, dude. Regular season better. Right, I thought. I think it was. It was. Rule changes. Yeah, amazing. I love the two and a half hour games. I love the faster face pace of play. Mm -hmm. Love that shit. But uh, you still have a regional problem, and with all of your TV companies and partners going bankrupt, not a good look. Yeah. By the way, remember we were at this game. NLCS game two it was an afternoon game. That's just because you have two games one day. So yeah. once in the afternoon, once at night. Just but is what it is. On a Monday, a football Monday with the Cowboys playing. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a gonna football be a Monday with the Cowboys playing the we'll get run over. Chargers. Yeah. No, they're gonna get out of Is it hammer. Cowboys Chargers? It is. Okay. I mean, it's just the Cowboys. I mean, you, you put the Cowboys on yeah. primetime television, there's 30 million people or close to right. that are willing to watch. All right. Before we go. You have 60 seconds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I try to forget about this one. I mean, PJ Walker, can you get him for Purdy? Or do you have to give up more? I think we should. I think they should trade uh, Chris McCaffrey. Just throw in uh, Trent Williams as well, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. For Fred Purdy. Warner. Yeah, Fred Warner. And maybe Kittle as like a kicker. Maybe. And maybe Purdy. Maybe Purdy. Purdy, I don't for know. PJ Walker. I don't know the value you can get from Purdy. Right. Purdy had a bad game. Okay. Bound to happen. Uh, Cleveland defense is really fucking good. If you look at the teams they played this year, like they made Joe Burrow look like shit. Uh, they, they've made a lot of quarterbacks this year look like shit. Um, and this wasn't even like their best defensive performance of the year for the Browns. Purdy had a shitty game, but, uh, he made some big time plays in the final drive. And all I got to say is fucking kickers, man. Fucking kickers, bro. If you're going to draft a kicker in the third round, that dude better never fucking miss. Wait, who drafted a kicker in the third round? The Niners? The Niners drafted Jake Moody in the third round from Michigan. And it yes, was like, pick. what? Wait, okay. First of all, because I'll, I only follow this game on social media and it was fun to like make fun of you. <laughs> but all I know is. It was 1917. So I'm get did the Browns miss an extra point to make it a two point game after scoring a touchdown? Is that what happened? Or did it right? So it was 17 13, then the Browns scored to make it 1917. They, they missed scored, an extra point. No, 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 no. They scored um a touchdown and three field and four field goals. Oh, they got to 19. I didn't realize that. But then how long was the field goal for, for the Niners? Yeah. 41 yards. Ooh. Yeah. It was how much pathetic. time like? Which is seconds left or something? There was uh, nine seconds left. Dude, clean it up. You can't miss 41 yards in the NFL. That, that's got to be 98%. And it wasn't really even close, honestly. It was, he, he pushed it. Um, it was pathetic. It was, and, and I got uh, just, you know, Nick Wright, bro. I, I would love to know how Nick Wright got to where he is. Like, why would he say? I know well, he, how, he was ripping Purdy. Right. No, I, he's, yeah. he's, everyone, I mean, he's, if you're, if you do a bit, where you le- legitimately get a tattoo, you're a fucking clown. <laughs> Is he doing a bit about a tattoo? 
no, when, remember the beginning of the year when he got a tattoo for his stupid Chiefs? Dude, saying, never a doubt. And because he, he said they're going to go seventeen and zero, that's just utter stupid. I would love to know where, like, how he got to where he got to today. Like, who did he have to just like? Because it's incredible, it creates enough that it works somehow. It doesn't but they play sense. like shit, and they deserve to lose. Um, I, I all right, I care, that's two minutes. I care way more about the injuries than the loss, honestly. Yeah, their whole team's injured. Everyone died. But other than that, they're fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Richard, thank you. Uh, again, he says, follow up to John, to a man. The 2020 World Series win gave us joy in a joyless year, but it's hollow. All Dodger fans want the full 162. We understand that. I respect that, Richard, you saying that on a Padres channel. I respect you saying that. Um, and I get it. And, and, you know, I think everyone would feel that way. It would be weird if the Padres first came in a 60-game season. That would just be weird. Mm -hmm. um but let's hope they get it first uh before we're dead dude um, joe burrow at the beginning of the year versus the browns went 14 for 31 for 82 yards <laughs> but joe burrow has been awful basically for the year hasn't he not the whole year well the first like three games what are you trying to what are you trying to do defend the browns defense I'm just telling you, the Browns have a great defense i know they do but purdy's about yours you you're trying to go there was 17 and 0 talk jim Okay, it's over with now. It is. What was the line tonight or today? Uh, I don't know. It had to be fair by eight plus against PJ Walker. Give me a break. I don't know. Uh, Rita, thank you, man. He says, love you. Smoke a cig, John. Just one. Here's the thing. I'll smoke a cigar if the Padres win a World Series. I'd be happy to. On air. No, not on air because then the smoke alarm would go off. Everywhere. I don't even like smoking cigars, and I would smoke a cigar if the Padres. Won. Yeah, I don't like smoke. I don't like smoking a cigar. Have you ever smoked a cigarette in your life? Yeah, like a puff. Yeah, me too. That, by the way, nobody. We just said this the other day. Thank the Lord, nobody smokes. Do you ever see someone smoking a cigarette? It's very rare. Rare anymore. It's pretty rare. I mean, a couple people vape. I'd much rather have people vape than smoke cigarettes. Sure. But I mean, I don't see much of it in general. But maybe I'm not hanging out with the right crowd. Well, hopefully, it's done, <laughs> right? It's like, come on. Come on, we're talking about cigarettes on the wrap-up show. What are we doing? Well, we talked about the Niners. Um, okay, guys, appreciate you hanging out. Join us tomorrow at 3 p.m. Much more in the Padres and much more in the baseball postseason. John and Jim, 3 p.m. We have a brand new John and Jim channel, by the way. You can subscribe by I want to say clicking the link in the description down below. By the way, I don't think I put a description in for this show. Whoops. Did I? I don't know. Did you? It doesn't matter. Um, I don't think I did. Uh, I might have. I don't think I did. Um, anyway, subscribe. You're on content. Subscribe if you're here. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Join us tomorrow at 3 p.m. San Diego Sports 760 iHeartRadio app or by searching for John and Jim 760 on YouTube. You can find us on YouTube, the John and Jim channel. If you're here on replay, thank you for the super thanks. We really do appreciate those. Many more wrap-up shows coming for you this offseason as Padres news breaks. We will have it for you exclusively right here on the wrap-up show. Jim, see you tomorrow. Get some rest. Peace, Peace out. out. Later, guys. Have a good night. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.